So somewhere along the way, growing up in India, I um, bought the belief that males are a superior gender. Not because my parents blatantly um, showed that to me, or they were bad parents. They were amazing parents, amazing people. But that was the culture. And that, that learning, the, I, the, the, the learning was that males were a superior gender. So, of course, this was on the subconscious level. And now when I go back and think, and maybe that's why I became tomboy. Maybe in trying to be like the boys. I didn't know that, of course. I climbed trees. I, I did all boyish kind of things. I couldn't stand pink. Um, I liked bolder colors. I still don't like pink that much. Um, but it's really not about the pink. It's really this belief that I picked up that males were a superior gender. I had no clue that I had picked up that belief. Um, so for years, for years, I know I overdid when it came to a relationship with the male gender. I overdid. I thought it's because I could. I can multitask. I think I'm good at a lot of different things. So I overdid. It was no sweat. It was no big deal. I did because I could. But as I look back and continue to do the inner work, I think it was to say, look how good I am. Look what I can do. Look how amazing I am. Will you love me or pay attention to me now? So when that realization came, it was time to really claim my own self-worth, which had nothing to do with appreciation by the opposite gender or appreciation by anyone else. So just that knowing was healing. I didn't know. I was subconsciously um, carrying out in behaviors, which I chalked out to, to because I can, because it's easy for me. And it is easy for me. I can do a lot of things. But there was that very subtle underlying feeling that I hadn't tapped into, that I was trying to be equal to males, or I was trying to be, um, to appease the males, or I was trying to, to really, you know, have someone tell me that, look what you can do, and so you are good enough. I don't know, combination of these things. So, you know, as I think about, you know, in working with clients, this issue about gender equality uh, comes and how so many women had um, in the male dominated world, so many women, they wanted to be like the males, 
or just kind of blend into the background so they don't get noticed. Either you be like males or you, um, you know, risk being called uh, many different names, which we have all heard. So this, you know, this battle of the sexes is centuries old. And I am, I couldn't be happier that women are stepping up, speaking up, and claiming their space. But something else came to my mind as I was doing that. Why in the world are we wanting to be equal to males? Why are we wanting to be equal to anyone? Why do we even let? Um, so, you know, in the, that's comparing. That's comparing ourselves to others. Why is it okay to compare ourselves to males and continue to struggle to find that equality or that recognition? The point is, and the task is to become like ourselves. The point is to become us, become whoever it is that we are. We are, you know, the feminine energy, there's masculine energy. The feminine women embody the feminine energy. Feminine energy is a creative dynamic force that upholds this universe, that upholds the world. It's the kind of the bridge between the feminine, the creative energy is the bridge between the non-physical and the physical worlds. That's a big deal. Every creation is a big deal. So my thought is, let's keep males and everyone else out. Let's not be like anyone, any gender. Even if, let's not like be anyone, let's like be ourselves. So the journey of the, the, femin, the, the whole feminine energy, the whole, um, is to take that journey inward and embody our true, authentic selves and live that way. So I think... You know, that's the, that's the, that's when, that's what happens when we are living an internally driven life rather than externally driven life. There's no end to the battles that go on in the external world. We can participate in it. We can even get lost in it. Um, but really the point is, what is it that we are getting? by doing that. So my thought is, let's not compare. Let's, let's not be equal to anyone. <laughs> let's not be like anyone. Let's be like ourselves. If being a woman means you want to wear a three-piece suit, 
then go ahead and do that. If being a woman means you want to wear a pink floral skirt with pigtails, then go ahead and do that. Why are we setting standards? I think when we set our standards that are coming from the external world, we really sell ourselves short. So in the world of, you know, seeking freedom and being sovereign, it's not about anyone else. It's not about being equal, higher than, lower than uh, anyone else. Our, the great, our life, you know, our greatest aspiration cannot be to be like the men. Or to be like anyone else. Our greatest aspiration is to go deep within and become that truer version of ourselves that we are created to be. You know how much bigger, deeper, expansive that is than becoming like someone else or like a man? So let's just step out of that box. Let's step out of that battle, that fight, that it's a wrong fight. It's a misguided fight. So let's just step back. And yes, you know, I, there's, there's a lot to be that. There's a lot that can be said about that, but I'm just trying to make a point in this, you know, 20 minute podcast. Um, all the gender equality, all the work has been done. It's been phenomenal. And I couldn't be prouder, happier for that to happen in our society. But, you know, I'm just trying to make another point, which is let's get out of the box or the limitations that we place on ourselves by um, sometimes being part of a fight that's not really getting us what we are here to get and in and in you know in my realm in my world i'm here to get me i'm here to evolve i'm here to grow i'm here to become a closer and a closer version of that which i'm designed to be which is a beacon of love and light which is a tiny replica of the creator. And there's no end to that. There's no um, even defining that. That's annoying. So, so that's the, you know, the first point of the podcast. There's many thoughts that came to my mind, and they all led to, uh, you know, I was thinking about what, it, what am I calling this podcast? Because it's a random or maybe not so random, there are, are, they are all interrelated. Um, so the word that comes to my mind is sovereignty. I have used and pondered upon that word more during the pandemic than I ever did. I didn't even pay attention to it. More and more um, understanding and, and kind of living what that means to be sovereign so 
you know, another thing that comes to mind is the, the systems that all we all become part of. And so just a side note, as a, as a part of the, these podcasts, I have, you know, invited um, other guests, other women to step up and speak their story. And, and I know many of us will not be able to tell our story because there is a shame. And that's another thing that really gets me. If you get violated physically, mentally, emotionally, if there's something done wrong to you, um, if you went through very difficult time, it's curious for me as to why we feel ashamed. And I have all kinds of answers for that. And I've done the psychoanalysis, but let's, I don't want to get into that today. But when, when we are being wronged, shouldn't the appropriate emotion be enraged rather than ashamed? Is it because we adopt the society's um, reaction to what happens to anyone? So, you know, when I talk about society, who is society? It's not something that's out there. You and I are society. We are part of society. By accepting the societal norms, we help create it. By not stepping up and speaking up, we help create it. So, it, you know, societal changes happen with one person. And then we wait for the societal systems to, uh, to give us justice. We wait for a legal system. We wait for somebody else to agree, approve, and support us and give us the justice. If the societal norms no longer serve your growth and your sovereignty, step out of that system and create a society of independent thinkers, freedom seekers, those who are not afraid to stand up and find their voice. So by accepting, the societal norms. So how do we accept the societal norms? We say nothing. We turn the blind eye. Um, we pretend we didn't hear it. So I am not suggesting that we go outward and fight. See, that's the whole thing. It's about inner way of being. Most of the fight is really within ourselves. Can we acknowledge, can we tune into, can we accept and be in alignment, be in alignment with how we truly think, feel? And can we live our life from that place? That's it. We don't have to go march outside. We can. 
uh, if that's your calling, then absolutely, I applaud you. But not everybody wants to do that, but, and not everybody needs to do that. It's about the inner change. It's giving justice to yourself. It's being, giving justice to yourself by giving yourself the permission to feel that what you feel. You give justice to yourself when you speak up and stand up and say no more. Who do you say that to? You say that by being it, by living it. Nobody even has to know. When you begin to know, then you share, then you become that one by one, and then you become the force to be reckoned with. So, Sovereignty, then, is the ability to trust your own knowing. Not to suppress the knowing because the society doesn't agree with you. Not to suppress the knowing from the fear of that the society may point fingers at you. Not to suppress the knowing um, because you're not, you know, you're not following the herd. And that's another thing, another word that's been on my mind is the path of least resistance. You know, in the inner, deeper work, when I work with my clients, the resistance is part of the process. Resistance means that we are changing and the ego is saying no. I don't want to change. Let's keep the status quo. So if there's an, you know, the teaching is to, you know, step aside, notice the resistance and not resisting the resistance and allow, allow the changes to come inside of you. You know, let, letting go of the fear, letting go of the denial. So allowing yourself to change or allowing yourself to heal. So, and when, you know, we look around the world today, the path of least resistance has a whole new meaning. Um, it's thinking, it's, it's like the herd mentality. We're thinking the same way that everybody else is thinking because everybody else is thinking it, so it must be right. We continue to do the things that everybody else is doing because everybody else is doing it. Who are we to question? We're just going to follow. Um, and then we give examples. Look, they did it. This person did it. That person did it. So these are intelligent, smart, loving people. If they can do it, then I'm going to do it too. Not. That's not what sovereignty is. That's not... I get it. You know, being sovereign, you can't be a lazy thinker. We can't get lazy in the mind. We can't, we can't just wait 
for someone to tell us what to do, how to live, how to think, what to do, what to be. And I, I get it. It takes, you know, it takes, um, it's disturbing. Um, it's disturbing to know more. It's, it's um, difficult. It's, um, it's difficult. It's challenging. But it's a challenge that's going to wake us up. It's a challenge that's going to open our mind, that's going to help open our mind. It's a challenge that's going to help us go deeper. It's a challenge that's going to show us the path to follow, not to follow the path of least resistance. So being alive means being truly alive. It's not to um, be sleepwalking. It's not for the systems to do the thinking for us. It's not to follow the herd. There could be a whole herd jumping in the well. Doesn't mean that's the right thing to do. You know, there was an example somewhere I read that there's this, you know, thousands and thousands of people standing in a line. They were climbing up the steps and going up the tower just for the view or whatever. Because there was a huge lineup, nobody even wondered, wanted to know, like, what the lineup was. They said, oh, everybody's lining up. I'm going to line up because this must be something worthwhile to line up for. What if you really didn't want to climb the million steps to go up to find the view? What if that wasn't your thing? And when you question, it's like, oh, this is the wrong line for me. That's not what I came here to do. So just because there are huge lines somewhere, and I know that's human psychology, that's used in, you know, in marketing, in, in all kinds of ways. You know, a restaurant that has lines up outside or they have a waiting period or the waiting time, um, it creates the lure. It's like, oh, I want to get in. It's just human psychology. But... When it comes to our health, our well-being, I think a little bit more thought is necessary and needed. So it's the it's a tapping into our deep-seated desire to be ourselves. We are designed to be that way. That's the whole point of life. We, we, go in, we go in and we explore the inner terrain and become who we are. We may express it in different ways. I express it by coming on the podcast. Some may like the podcast and some may say, what the heck is she talking about? It doesn't matter. So. It's not to get approval, it's not to get appreciation, it's not to get agreement. It's to find your voice. So you may express it, express it through different ways. 
You may express it by living it. You may express it by how you are with people. You may express it through your work. You may express it by blogging, by sharing a story, or however it is. So, you know, we express it in different ways that, the, you know, the ego identification, whoever, however you are playing your role in the world. But the ultimately, we're all, find, we're all trying to find ourselves really through everything we do, through every relationship we have. Um, so what I'm, what I'm talking about is that um, we don't need to get lost in the externals to find ourselves for years and centuries. We can slowly make that, uh, reverse the direction inward and really wake up that innate ability, the innate knowing to think for yourselves, to speak for yourself, to really know you. Time after time in working with, you know, hundreds of clients, I never just give out saying, oh, I think that's what's going on with you. I hear, I listen to everything. And then it is one single question I ask because it gives, gives me the clues. Like, why do you think this is happening to you? What's happening? Why do you think you're going through all of this? Why do you think you're having all of these physical illnesses and symptoms? And you know what the truth is? Every single time, they know. They know why. They don't know what to do about it or how to think about it. And that's where I come in. But they know why. So we know why. We know what. We know it. So it's a point of dropping into that knowing, listening to that inner voice rather than getting lost in the external noise. And I get it. The, the inner journey isn't easy. But I, it's much more rewarding than chasing that inner knowing, chasing yourself in the external world. It's funner. It's rewarding. It's, it shows up in your life in ways that you can't imagine. It enriches your life. It expands your experiences, expands you. So that's kind of my beef for the um, podcast today. There's so much happening. And um, I'm actually late in recording this podcast because I started to do it and it just didn't make any sense. I just, I lost it. I didn't want to do it anymore. And I've been thinking about what? There's so much, you know, there's a lot um, that's kind of unraveling. And um, so it's kind of, you know, I'm talking about you know, maybe random things. So I think what this is going to be called is sovereignty, is our ability to be who we are designed to be. It's, it's about waking up. It's about thinking deeper. It's about thinking for yourself. It's about remember that we are society. We are the world. The world begins to change by one person. Um, 
And, you know, change is not always brought about by fighting. It can be. But it's really change is about the um, being, the change internally. It's the inner knowing. It's how you live. Your energy changes, how you interact, and you naturally pass on what you know to those who are ready to hear it. And when they hear it, boy, do they hear it. They never go back. So um, let me see. So it's really about, yes, embodying. And, you know, one of, uh, one of the clients I work with, you will be meeting with her in the next podcast. And uh, she's going to share a few things, a little bit of her experiences, and to kind of expand on the similar topic. And... Um, So in the meantime, I think this is enough for today. Amina Puri, Ayurvedic Healing Center. Uh, please be sure to like if you like it. Subscribe if you like to, if this resonates with you. If you want more information, go to AyurvedicHealingCenter.com. And uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I will see you soon.